Hey, welcome to the Lady Brains podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Judd and Anna McKenzie, co-founders of Lady Brains, a digital and IRL club for female founders and founders to be. We're chasing down the most successful female entrepreneurs from around the globe, not only to hear their life story, but to extract their knowledge and world-class insights. If you're curious and ambitious, then Lady Brain, you are in the right place. Get ready for some hard-hitting truths, a dose of inspo, and learnings you can apply right away. Strap in. So today we are taking you back inside Lady Brains. Not only are we taking you inside the business, but we're also taking you inside our actual brains. We asked you to ask us anything and you've put forward some incredible questions and we're really excited to get to those. There are so many. So what we've decided to do is in a future episode, we're going to interview one another and we're going to give you the backstory, how we got to where we are, how we started Lady Brains um, and where we've come from. So wait for that. It's going to be a cracker of two episodes. But for now, we're going to dive into some of your best questions. So the first question, Anna, which I think makes the most sense to to start is, how do you both know each other? Great question. So we have known each other for 20 years, which is crazy and makes me feel like we're getting getting a bit old. But we met in high school, in year seven. And I actually think I remember the first day that we were at school and we met because we were in the same house. Mm-hmm. We were put in the same house at school. So I think we kind of bonded over that fact, the fact that we were doing all of the competitions and the musicals and the sports and stuff together. But yeah, we've been friends since high school. Yeah. No, and it's been an interesting one because I think you're right. We were in the same house and we have shared so many experiences together throughout our schooling. And I think a lot of that was due to the fact that we were in the same house through the sports and the musicals and we have common interests and Mm. that just drew us. And we've had such a like what a great place to start a friendship. I know, I know. We were in the choirs together. We were, <laughs> we were performing on yeah. stage together. We spent a lot of time in the music school. We did. We did. <laughs> and on music camp. And on music camp, yeah. But it was a fun time. Yeah, and it so, was a good time. Yeah, we've, that's uh, really, yeah, we know each other very well. <laughs> yeah, and, we've, and that's where the journey started. We have kind of gone our separate ways career-wise, but we've always just kind of come back together, come back yeah. together. Like it's, um, it's formed such a great, strong bond. That I'm sure you can all hear. That leads nicely into the next question, Mm. which is how did you come up with the idea for Lady Brains? So you and I have always wanted to start a business together. We have. It's uh, it's been on the cards probably ever since we were like 20 or, or even before, to be honest. Exactly. And we just, we, we're ideas people. Like we just love talking about ideas and figuring yeah. out ways to make money out of something. But Lady Brains, it wasn't actually our first foray into, <laughs> into starting a business, was it? It was probably our first successful yeah. one. <laughs> I'll never forget, like, we've had so many different business ideas, but I'll mm. never forget when we were 21, we were sitting in an Asian restaurant on Victoria Street in Richmond in Melbourne, and we were talking about this gap in the market for dating services for divorce divorcees. And we were like, we need to create this app and resource hub for div- divorcees. And at the time we were 21 and single, we were like, definitely not the target customer. But we spent a lot of time fleshing that idea out. We did. We I recall downloading the business plan off the government oh, website. Classic. And we started to actually have a crack at this idea. And, and to be fair, I still think it's a great idea because it evolved. It wasn't just dating. It became like a divorcee app where you could then also find a nanny, yes. a lawyer. Yes. 
because you'll need one of those. Seriously, I um, mean, it was really a platform for divorcees. Anyway. Anyway, at 21, yeah, look, we decided probably probably need a little bit more uh, dating experience under our belt in order to yeah. make that one work. Yeah, so uh, that was our first crazy idea. And then I think the next one was we wanted to start the Bike Share app, yep. um, which we all know was so successful in Melbourne. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you don't know... It was a complete flop. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had the sweat towel business That idea. one had legs and it went a little way because we used to stand out the front of um, gyms and actually ask people questions. What do you use as your sweat towel? Would you like a custom design or like a fancy sweat towel? I think we realised that it wasn't a very good idea when everyone was coming out saying, A, they didn't use a sweat towel or B, the gym provided it yeah. for free. <laughs> So there went that idea. Yeah. And then it was just, it's interesting because everyone's like, oh, how did you come up with the idea for Lady Brains? And it wasn't so much an idea, right? It actually, it it came about because you, myself and Maver, our third co-founder at the time, we would got together and, you know, I remember we had this catch up over drinks and we were talking, talking, talking. We're like, wouldn't it be great to kind of bring people in our network together that either A, had a business or B, wanted to start a business. Because from my personal perspective, I was working for myself at the time and I felt kind of locked out of these opportunities to network. I didn't feel like I had the support crew around me in order to kind of learn and to expand my network and to grow my business. So we decided to start Lady Brains as a dinner series. It was a supper club that we called it. Um, and, you know, we kind of all came up with the, the idea. And that's really where Lady Brains started. It wasn't so much of, you know, let's, let's start Lady Brains as a business. It was like, let's get everyone together. And as all businesses, I think as all good businesses do, it really was fulfilling our own personal needs. Yeah. And it wasn't this big grand plan. I mean, it was mm. literally the first dinner. It was us. It was Maver and five of our friends. So there were eight <laughs> people. It was in a wine cellar in a restaurant in Melbourne. And we had table topic cards. We had great food, great wine. And it was just an amazing dinner. And the next month we were like, oh, let's run it again because it was fun. Mm. We met some great mm. people. Mm. Um, and the next month, the eight people who were there wanted to bring a friend. So it was 16. And then we ran one a month or two months later and it got bigger and bigger. And it got to a point where we booked out an entire restaurant and we had all these different tables of eight women around the restaurant going through these table topic cards, having these epic conversations. Mm. And at that point we were like, holy crap, there's actually something in this. Like there is something, there's a need here. Totally. And it was a curated experience as well. You know, we knew what everyone was doing. You had to kind of submit like a a mini application of sorts, you know, and it was like just to understand, you know, what was your industry? What were your passions? Who were you looking for? Like what, what, what kind of networking opportunity were you, you know, interested in? And so we would seat everyone, you know, strategically at the table. I mean, I think the question cards were an absolute game changer. It really allowed people to open up um, and be vulnerable. Um, And we really kind of set the tone from an early stage, which was this isn't so much a networking opportunity, but it's an opportunity to come, to like check your ego at the door and to allow incredible connections to form, Mm. to walk out of that room with just one new friend or one new idea. And that's really where it grew. It was magic. Like I remember it just being a magical experience. It was. So the next question is, why did you decide to start a podcast? 
Yeah, great question. <laughs> I think I actually remember the very moment that we we spoke about and mm. decided to start a podcast and we'd run a supper club with Erica, the founder of Fluff, and she was sort of the guest of honour, I guess, and she was sitting at the table and there was an opportunity for everyone around the table to ask her questions about her business. And after that supper club, we were like, oh, that was such a great conversation. That was such an epic conversation why don't we start a podcast? Mm. Like, why don't we broadcast these conversations into more ears of more people far and wide? And that was kind of the moment that we decided to start. And to be fair, we were very lucky in terms of timing because it was early. Mm -hmm. It was just before the podcasting tsunami (laughs) hit Australia. (laughs) That sounds awful. (laughs) I mean, well, it's interesting because I think everything in business and life is timing, right? And I think we were, we recognized an opportunity to kind of expand what we were doing and have those exact same conversations, Mm. but online. And yeah, we just decided to sort of rally our mates. And we were lucky in that the first few guests that we had were friends of ours. So Greta. Friends friends of ours, but people that had been to to those supper clubs. So we kind of, in a way, we had already... We sourced the, the talent. We sourced the talent, you know, and we were sitting at the tables with them. And yeah, you're right. You know, we we were having such incredible conversations at that dinner table that it just would have been almost ludicrous not to record criminal. them. Criminal, criminal, not to share them with the world. Um, and I think we've managed to kind of bottle up some of that magic that yeah. I spoke about at the table yeah, um, so. on these, you know, episodes. Next question. Oh, this is a big one. Mm. How did you know it was the right time to leave? your jobs and go full-time on Lady Brains? Oh, boy. So that's a big question. And I think we were about two years into our journey. And it's a little different for both of us because at the time I was already working for myself. Um, I was working as a business and branding consultant and coach in the wellbeing and positive psychology space. But I already knew at the time kind of, you know, how to organize my time, how to find clients, how to motivate myself. And I had that experience working with these clients, building their businesses online predominantly. So I knew all about kind of websites and how to build an email list. And so for me, you know, that uncertainty wasn't there. Obviously, taking the leap, there's still a lot of uncertainty and it's and it's scary. But those kind of pieces of like, oh, what's my day-to-day going to look like? That wasn't there. And you'd done it before. I'd done it before. Yeah, I'd done it before. So like that was easier. I didn't have that worry. I didn't have that concern. Yeah. Sure, I was bloody worried about how we're going to actually build the business and make the money. But I didn't have to worry about like how I'm actually going to run my own business. But did I know it was the right time? We didn't know fully that it was the right time. There was a little bit of blind faith. There was a an opportunity that, you know, you can talk about in a minute that kind of helped make this decision for both of us. But I also think we kind of also, we took a chance. Totally. Yeah. I mean, at the time I was working in a full-time, very demanding job at Mecca. And for me, I didn't think the decision through probably as thoroughly as I would if it, I'd do it again, to be totally fair. Totally. Like, I just quit. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think you were kind of ready at that time. Like, you had, you know, when I look back on it, you were ready for a new challenge and this was going to be the challenge of all challenges. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was definitely kind of, I'd sort of hit my peak, I think, at Mecca and I wanted something different. And then this opportunity came up and and we knew that we had something special in the podcast and the events because we had this like cult grassroots community. So we knew that we had to take the opportunity to move the business forward. But, you know, we 
weren't as strategic about leaving our jobs in the sense that we weren't earning a certain amount of money through the business. We weren't able to pay ourselves a wage when we'd quit our jobs. So, you know, we were fortunate to have savings that we lived on. You know, and that was, you know, one mm. of the reasons that we could sort of mm. quit and you could dial back. But yeah, it was pretty damn scary. So the next question, what's been the biggest aha moment that you've had in how you two work together? It's a very deep question. Mm. <laughs> I think there have been a few, but I think for context, you and I are very different people in terms of how we work. We, I mean, it's true, right? <laughs> no, is it? Very different. I think yeah. we are. So I think it's an interesting one when you kind of go into a business partnership, you have to kind of deal with how other people work. And I think you and I work quite differently, but we have the same set of values, but we work really differently. And I think there was a period of time where we kind of, we weren't quite gelling right, but we didn't really understand why. And I remember a conversation we had with one of your friends, actually, and we were kind of talking to her about some of the challenges that we were experiencing in terms of how we worked. And she was like, oh, I, I can see what's happening here. Caitlin, you're a why person and Anna, you're a how person. And I remember in that moment, I was like, da-da. Oh my God. That is so true. And it is. You're very much driven by and by the why. And you really need to understand why we're doing something before you kind of go into the execution. Yeah. From my perspective, like I figure out what we need to do by thinking about how we're going to do it. It's really hard to explain. I don't know. But no, we I, just... don't, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, that was such a penny drop moment. Oh, like it, 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 it has changed the way that we totally. operate, which has been hugely beneficial. But I think, you know, that when you say it doesn't, it, it makes sense to me because you're, you're a systems thinker. You like thinking through how one thing connects to another thing, connects to another thing that results in the final thing. answer. The final thing. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, whoa, Nelly, like, why are we even doing the thing? Like, what's the thing <gasps> that, we're doing. that we're doing? And how does that thing fit with all the other things and ultimately get us to the main thing? <laughs> so I think, you know, I'm more about, you know, the why. And, and, and it comes back to a lot of this value work that I've done in a past life in the kind of um, positive psychology space. You know, I try and fuse that kind of business and you know, your purpose and understanding your why. And so like, I think it probably comes, a lot of it comes back to that. But yeah, I think that moment was just like a game changer. It was. And I think to be fair, what's been interesting for me is that knowing that difference has actually pulled me back towards the why end of the spectrum. And I think it's pulled you back towards the how end pushed, of the spectrum. Yeah, pushed pushed me to the, to so the think, so you're like, can you just fucking do it already? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I know. And now I'm like, oh, but why are we doing yes. this? <laughs> yes. Now we give each other our own medicine, which yeah. is so funny. But yeah, we've met each other halfway and met each other in the middle. And there isn't that tension point anymore now that we understand where we're coming from. Yep. Okay, what do you do to switch off? So I have a new hobby that I kind of discovered during lockdown last year, which mm -hmm. is Lego, which sounds so crazy, but it is the only hobby or activity that I do that allows my brain to switch off because it's a process, you follow it, you don't have to think, you follow the instructions, it's so methodical and it's so random. I really acknowledge how random it is. But I don't think it's that random. I love it. I love it. So that's literally the only thing that allows me to switch off. Uh, I sleep. 
Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Good, <laughs> like good. classic, classic. No, I love to go for walks. I love to listen to music. I love to dance. Puzzles are kind of the same. It's the same, you know, mm. just mindful practice. Um, what else do I do? I mean, there's like, to be honest, I'm not too bad at switching off. It, it is, again, it's a muscle that you have to flex and you have to learn. We, when I'm working, and that's quite a lot, and we work a lot, we are on, but I can kind of tell myself now, like, step away and, and stop thinking about it. And, like, you just almost have to replace it with something else, mm. whether it's a book. True crime podcast. A podcast. But, yeah, I think I'm, I now know that if I, I just have to pick something else mm. to replace it with. Cooking, gardening. Honestly, I think, you know, now I've just figured out a way to, and what it is actually about, it's being present and being in the moment and actually really focusing in or honing in on that activity that you're doing. Because I could do any number of things, but if I'm thinking about work or thinking about business, what's the point of doing it, right? Mm. So I think, yeah, that's, that's, it's taken me a while though. Do you celebrate your wins and how? Ooh, great question. So we do celebrate our wins. I mean, we definitely have fallen into the trap of just kind of like hitting a milestone or reaching a goal and moving on. But I really do believe that it's important to stop, to reflect, to acknowledge that you've done a really good job and then to move on to the next thing. So we do, um, and we pull each other up on this, I think. We're like, hey, Mm. we've got to stop and celebrate, Mm. you know, pat yourself on the back. Um, So we celebrate and we love to celebrate by having a cheeky mug. Having a cheeky mug. Or two, or maybe, or two, or maybe or three. Or six. Going out for a really nice dinner, the two mm. of us, and kind of not speaking about work because, you know, also you and I have been friends for 20 years, but mm. we're also business partners and a lot of our conversation revolves around lady brains, and mm. which is, you know, it's expected. But I think when we have those awesome moments, like spending those times together and reflecting on the wins as business partners, but also just hanging out as mates and having a few drinks and going and having a nice long dinner and a few glasses of wine... He's like, yeah, it's needed. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. And I'm a, I'm a spicy mug girl. What are you? Look, I do like a spicy mug. I do like a classic, but I did the other day have a coconut mug. What? And it was really, it was really good. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm just on the day, whatever I feel like. Oh, <laughs> you're all mugs. I'm, you're, you're mug <laughs> agnostic. Yeah, I'm mug agnostic. Do not discriminate. <laughs> do not discriminate against any mug. Okay. You ready for this one? Oh, go on. What is it? <laughs> How would you describe each other in three words? Oh, go Do you on. need time? No, no, Do you no, want no, no, more no, no, than no. three? I know you've probably got about a list of ten. No, okay. No, <laughs> let me just give me some time here. Okay. Firstly, I would say like really strategic. I know that sounds really corporate, but like you're incredibly considered and strategic and savvy. So I think definitely that. Number two, I really don't want to say this, but I'm going to say funny. Yes, yes. (laughs) People, some people have said that you're funnier than me and it really like it, it hits deep. So (laughs) I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say funny, but you are, you're very funny. You're very quick. We've got the same sense of humor. So like I had to give you that one. And then I think the third one, which is also a bit weird, would be a bit psychic. Oh, I thought you were going to say psycho. <laughs> Not psycho. Okay, great. But psychic. You have this really uncanny intuition, this ability to see things that I don't see, this ability to kind of 
identify an opportunity or a person or a brand or a connection and be like, we need to focus on this. And I don't really know why, but I just know we have to. And then it has come into fruition in some way. So you've got some weird psychic vibe happening. Thanks. They're good. They're, I like them. Psych- do you self-identify psycho. with those? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I mean, Especially know- funny. Yeah. <laughs> Especially number two. <laughs> yes. Okay. Whew. Okay. What about me? You. <clears throat> okay. I feel like we're speed dating. I know. <laughs> yeah. Except we're having to give the other person feedback. Okay. So my first one is super intelligent. Like you are one of the smartest people that I know. Like you always have been. And not just like, I mean, you're obviously book smart. Like you, for everyone playing at home, just ducks in school. <laughs> Which like, but it, you know, that's never, that's never been something that you've kind of identified with. But you are, you're incredibly intelligent and you know so many things about so many things. And it's such a, um incredible value to the business. I think that, you know, you're really quick at like learning new things. Again, you know, you're more of that kind of process person, that, you know, how person. And I think your ability to just be able to synthesize all this information and to figure out what's the next best step is really incredible. So you're like whip smart, super smart girl. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, the second one is you're kind. You're really kind. I think kindness and love is, you know, they're definitely, that's definitely something that comes across to everyone. Like you do not judge others. I think, you know, anyone that you meet, you just so you want to get to know them. You, you show them the same respect, care and compassion that you would anyone else. So I really, I think that, you know, you're, you're an incredibly loving, um, and kind person. So that's the second word that I would use for you. And then the third one, I'm going to give it back to you only because I know how well this really drives a wedge between our relationship. No, it's funny. (laughs) You're still funny. Look, I was going to go with fun, but I'll add the NY to it. You're fun and you're funny. And I think, you know, (laughs) even though I am funnier, yes, absolutely. um, You, we have the same sense of humor and we we always have fun. We always have a laugh. And I think we were saying this before. We're like, business doesn't have to be serious. You know, business is serious, but doesn't have to be. You don't have to take everything so seriously. Um, And I know that, you know, you bring the lols like all the time and it's, it's the banter and that relationship is really nice to have on top of what can be a fucking hard journey sometimes. It's a hard Mm. slog. And honestly, you know, we both appreciate that humor Humor can diffuse any situation. Um, and so I think we lean into that. And yeah, it's, it's nice to have that kind of that, that humor between the two of us. Okay, next question. What has been the biggest pinch me moment on the journey? Oh, that's a good one. There have been a few, but I think the biggest pinch me moment was earlier this year when Lady Brains was announced as the official podcast partner for Australian Fashion Week. And we were invited to the media launch party at the Sydney Opera House. And I remember we were like, what the hell? Like, how (laughs) are we here? What is going on? And, you know, we were walking, we were walking up and um, we had, we had a photo on the steps of the, of the Sydney Opera House. And we're just looking around and the beautiful view and the sun was shining and everyone, all the who's who were there. And it was just like this is a pinch me moment. Mm. Like we hadn't even got to fashion week yet, but it was just, it was such an incredible moment and a moment that for me, 
acknowledged all of the hard work that we'd put in to not only the podcast, but to the business up until that point. Yeah. And it was so nice to be recognized. For sure. I think my pinch me moment is similar to that. Probably the first one related to Fashion Week was just logging onto the website and seeing Lady Brain's logo next to the Vogue logo as an official media partner. And I was just like, like, what? What? (laughs) How did this happen? And then obviously when we went to Fashion Mm -hmm. Week, kind of walking into Carriage Works for the first time and seeing our big, you know, Lady Brain's name on the official program, I think. Yeah, that whole that, that whole experience, experience was a complete <laughs> pinch me moment and it was you're right it was it was probably the first time that we have had such strong external validation that we're on the right track like I think yeah. we've had validation from our community and from each other and those around us but it was the first big sort of like signpost in the journey mm. that was like yep you're on the right track keep going. Okay, final question. You ready? Go on. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. What's next for Lady Brains? What's next? Good question. Well, I think over the last four years, we've spent all of our time and energy really building the Lady Brains brand, but also this media arm, the podcast and all of the other content that we create, which is so amazing. But I think what's next and what's kind of right now and next for Lady Brains is actually building out a suite of products. So we've just launched our merchandise, Mm -hmm. which is very exciting, our first physical product. But the thing that we're really, really excited about and that we've been working on for like about 12 to 18 months is the launch of our first online course. Yes, which we've been speaking about for so long. It's happening. It's happening. It's definitely happening. No, it's really exciting. So yeah, the online program will be going up. We'll be launching more products into that store. You're going to be able to buy bloody everything. We were on Slack last night talking about a lady brain stubby holder. (laughs) I think that's probably a bit too far. I don't think so. Summertime. Everyone needs to keep their drinks cool. What are you talking about? But yeah, building out kind of a product arm and an education arm to the business is something that we've been wanting to do for a really long time. I think the feedback that we've had from our audience is that our podcast is, you know, it tells the stories, but it also provides lessons and Mm. and education and learnings. Um, And so we're packaging all of that up and releasing it into the world. So stay tuned. Okay, that was the last question. We're done. We're done. That was fun. It was. It was great. I'm glad we've uh, confirmed that we are both equally as funny. Mm, look, I was being generous when I thought so. It's still funnier. Oh. <laughs> God, that's pretty brutal. So brutal. <laughs> if you want to hear more about uh, Lady Brains and Caitlin and my jokes, you can head over to the Facebook group where the Lady Brains Clubhouse. You can follow us on Instagram. We're at lady.brains. Or you can head to our website, ladybrains.com. Lady Brains is produced by Beth Gibson, audio production by Nicholas Sitch.